Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, founder of Crystal Clear Finances, and I'm honored to be your host for the next 30 minutes. Well, today we're going to do part two of what we talked about last week is what's keeping you up at night? Well, a lot of times when I am out in public, whether it's in my running group or I'm at church or sometimes even in the grocery store, when I meet individuals who find out what I do, then the questions start coming in. What do I think about digital currency? What about the World Economic Forum? What do I think that's happening in the economy? A lot of questions start coming forward, which I like because I feel that if we can understand how finances work, then we can live and give in the manner that God designed for us. So a lot of times it's just getting that confusion, changing the way we think about finances, figuring out what's true and what's not true, and getting everything in order that helps us dispel the fear and helps us to be able to thrive financially. So as I'm getting these questions, and I shared this last week as well, I've started asking a few questions back. Usually I just, you know, smile and answer questions. And then after 30 minutes, I say, hey, I got to (laughs) go. I got to keep my run going or I got to finish grocery shopping, whatever it is. And uh, I've started asking questions back now. And I've asked them, what's keeping you up at night? You know, what is it that you wake up? It's on your mind when you go to sleep. It's on your mind when you wake up. And there are a lot of different answers that are coming. You know, a lot of people are concerned right now. And I have to admit, I don't blame them. There's a lot that we're watching on our end. We're watching them try to unfold this digital currency and and having to pay to put your money in a savings account. We're watching what different laws that are named one thing that have absolutely nothing to do with it. Uh, We're watching them be put in place. We're watching a lot that's happened in our country that, to tell the truth, I've been doing this uh, for over 20 years. And when I look at it, I think, oh, my word, I never thought I would see the things today that I am. And they're happening at such an accelerated speed. And for many people, they've just reached a point where they say, well, I'm just going to give up. There's nothing I can do to fight it. And I would say, oh, contraire, (laughs) that is the worst thing to do for many people is just to lay down and roll over. What we want to do is when we have clarity, when we understand how money works, when we understand what our role is in society, how important our voices and our actions are, then we can take action. We want to make sure that we have the proper perception of what's going on, what we need to be doing, and then we do it. Don't roll over. Don't say, ah, it's hopeless because it's not hopeless. And I know I'm speaking to a lot of people that are listening right now that you are going to the grocery market just like I am and you're seeing the price and you're like, what? Is it really that much money? But it is. And I know that they have reports that are coming out that shows that the inflation is not escalating as quickly as it was before. And that's true, right? Remember when we were going into the store and the next day it would be at a different price? It was like, gee, I better buy two of these now, which of course didn't help with things. So then the shelves started getting a little bit bare. 
But when we look at this, we want to deal with the fears that try to entangle and snare us because if we can think clearly, if we can follow a plan, adjust as needed, but not be reactionary, then we can get through this. We're really stronger than we know. So last week, I started going through some questions. You know, what was the number one financial concern that kept you up at night? And I ended on the question because we had so many. I wanted to make sure I spent time this week. And, you know, before I I dive in, I do want to encourage you to think, what is your question? What is, if you had to, you know, dial it in, what is the one thing that just so concerns you? And that's what needs to be addressed. And whether you are working with a financial planner here at Crystal Clear Finances or perhaps you have your own, which is fine. Just make sure that you're meeting with someone and said, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what's keeping me up at night. Let's put a plan in place. Because I know there are things that we can't control. We can't control how volatile the market is. We can control what we put our investments into. But even that, we can't control how the investments will perform. We can do due diligence on them but we don't have control over the actual investment. We don't have control over inflation, uh, tax rates when you sell, like if you're being forced to sell out of your IRA because of required minimum distribution, there are things that we can't control, but there are things we can. We can control our attitude and our action plan. And we wanna make sure that that's in place to weather through. Well, last week when we were talking, we ended on a question about the pizza story. And the question though, or the concern, and I know this seems like an odd concern, But people said, well, am I saving too much for the future and missing out on today? And, you know, I know for some they might think, oh, that's an odd question. But for a lot of people, it's not. I have met individuals that are so afraid of the future that every dime they're making is being put into investments or put towards the future that they are missing the very memories right in front of them. And that's where we talked last week. And I encourage you to visit our either you go to our Crystal Clear Finances YouTube channel or you can listen to our podcast or you can go to crystalclearfinances.com and go to our radio tab and listen to that program. But my point in that one is it is so important that we have balance, balance between our current lifestyle wants and our future lifestyle needs. Yes, we have to be preparing for the future, but we've also need to be present today. And it's the balance of knowing how do I do both? And that's where I think sitting down with a good financial planner that can give you guidance is so critical. So let's go to what the next concern was when I was talking with individuals and it says, do I have enough life insurance for my family? Now, I love when I hear this question because not everyone lays at night awake at night thinking about this question. But in this case, because this individual had recently lost some loved ones, recently had to, as the executor, take care of the estate, saw there was not enough liquidity, saw the ramifications of that, they now are concerned of, well, am I going to have enough for my family? Well, first of all, we need to talk this through because there's a misconception that people think that you can make 
you know, I, I can buy enough life insurance to make everyone around me rich. Well, there's a limit to how much you can buy. Life insurance companies are not in business to make you rich or make those you love rich. They're in business, though, to look to see how much would you have made over your lifetime if you had lived and be able to create those resources to your loved ones. And so there's an actual calculation on your economic value to see what you can put in a life insurance policy. And sitting down and actually calculating that, I believe, is very important because too many times I've met with individuals who said, yep, I'm going to take care of my family. I've got 250000 or I got 500000 And yet if you're living on 100000 a year or 200000 a year and you've got $500,000 of, of life insurance, how many years is that really going to provide for your family? You know, I've said it so many times that, you know, when you pass away, it will probably be the most emotionally devastating day for your family. And yet on the flip side, it should be one of the most financially uh, days for them where they can have the amount of finances to come in to deal with what they have to deal with over the course of life. And I know, just relax, I know I am not saying money could ever substitute a person, but it can help them keep the lights on and give them time to grieve before jumping back into a job. So in order for that concern for that individual, I would say sit down with your financial advisor, go through a calculation and see what is the proper amount and then go through a training to say, hey, well, what do I need term or do I need whole life? Do I need, you know, universal life, individual universal life? What, you know, there's so many different types out there. What's the best one for you? Now, the next concern I had, oh, this is a loaded one. I should probably have saved this for later on in the program. But this one was an individual and I have heard this a lot. And check to see if you haven't heard this or said this yourself, that I am concerned about the country and the economy failing. Ooh, that's a loaded one. And you just turn on the TV and tell me that people aren't concerned about what's going on in our economy and the direction of our country. You know, and that's not a Republican Democrat statement. There's just a lot of changes and agendas that once were very quiet, that just seem very prevalent right now, that there is a lot of push that you can't disagree with. And what we need to look at this is say, okay, what is the roles that I I can play in this. You know, some of the things that we do here at Crystal Clear Finances is values-based investing. We're helping individuals invest in companies that are in alignment with their values. And you know what? It's okay to have values. And I'm not saying, oh, this is, you know, someone else is evil, that this is all wrong. All I'm saying is we each have our own values and morals. You know, we have our relationship with God. I've, I have Christians and they are polar opposites, but they both love God. But boy, their stances on things are very different. But the point of the matter is we can invest our money in a way that reflects the way we believe. There are choices in what we can do. 
Now, when it comes to digital currency, when it comes to the fact that the World Economic Forum has stated, oh, gee, that you can't have meat more than once a month by 2030, that California just said you won't have gasoline cars by 2035, the different things they're rolling out, oh, we're going to, you're going to be charged to have your money in your bank, which is just a runway, in my opinion, to be able to bring in digital currency. When you look at the law that was passed um, earlier this year in regards to creating new banking systems in the United States, there's a lot that's going on out there. And I can I understand that it can feel like, oh, my gosh, everything's falling apart. But we have to remember, we have to have a plan. We've got to be able to see what's going on around us, right? And then say, okay, what's important to us? What's important to me? And then how do I put a plan together to navigate through these times? Because there's two things happening. There is your typical cycles that happen. And then there's political cycles and political agendas. So you have agendas and cycles and new things that are being pushed in and one of the things that we need to do is just like, stop the bus. Let's take a breath. Let's sit down. Let's look at your situation. Let's calm the fears and say, what is important to you? What were you called to do? Where are you supposed to go? What are you supposed to be doing? And let's put a plan together and let's, yes, be aware of everything that's happening. Yes, we can speak up. Yes, we can put our money where our mouth is and invest in companies that are in alignment with our values. But we don't have to put everything into the stock market. You know, we've got this thought that, boy, I, I, it's a silver bullet mentality. Well, I'm just going to put everything in the stock market. And then when we have years like this and what we may have uh, at the end of this year, we look at it and people are saying, you know, here's this situation and they see their accounts are going down, down, down. Well, if you have money outside the market, you can look at this and say, okay, that's money I don't need for a couple more years. I'm going to start putting, use the money that I have in different accounts. We've got to start thinking outside the market. Market is just part of a portfolio. You can have real estate. You can have your own business. You can have cash value life insurance. You can have, yes, you can have the stock markets. There's private equity. There's all different types of areas, depending upon your accreditation level and all the different different components, but there's different avenues that you can take. And, you know, I hear that concern about the country and I recognize it. I recognize it. There are a lot of things I'm not happy with, but I also know that this is not the time to roll over. This is not the time to give up. Don't grow weary and well-doing. You become focused on what is important, what you're supposed to do. You put the hand to the plow and let's get this job done. And you should be working with a financial advisor that is aware of the different things that are going on in this economy, aware of the different uh, political uh, steps that are being taken. Be aware of what you believe spiritually, of what you think even in the spiritual realm and be able to bring them all together in a complete component and say, okay, this is what you're you know you're called to do. This is what you said is heavy on your heart. This is what's most important to you. We talked a couple of weeks ago about you know redefining what success really is and bringing that all together so that you can have a plan to walk through this. And I will say one comment in this. 
You know, we have been taught for a very long time to give our money to the banks, to give money. Oh, you know, you don't want to have any quote unquote debt and we don't want debt. Consumable debt like credit card. Yeah, no, we don't want that. But we've not uh, understood how, how collateral capacity works, how liabilities work. And when we begin to understand that, we begin to realize that when we're creating wealth, one of the key components is access to capital. I mean, what good does it do you to have a million dollar home if you can't access what's in it? It literally becomes like a qualified plan. You have to qualify to touch the money in your home. Now, watch how this happens. If you look at the beginning of the year, the banks were free with the money. People could buy houses that were overpriced. And, and when they looked to do what the appraisals were, appraisals were going high and everything was fine. But now as things are starting to shift and you see the banks don't want to loan the money out, now we're hearing rumors of, hey, why isn't my house appraising as much? Hey, I tried to get an equity line of credit. They won't let me. Because you can put as much money as you want into that house, but you still have to qualify to the bank in order to get it out. Think about that. So it's really about when we're wanting to walk through, not wanting, but when we're having to walk through situations like we are in today's economy, in today's market, it's about access to capital, not about who has the best quote unquote net worth. It's do I have money that's readily available to me that I will not be taxed on that I can touch in a moment's notice to meet any need that comes up? Or is my money locked away that I'm at the mercy of whatever law tells me I can take it out and when I take it out and how much penalty or taxes I'll have on it? These are the things that we need to begin thinking about years ago and now even today to say, wait a minute, it's about access to capital, money on hand. So that's something, just kind of tuck that away and begin thinking about it. Talk to your financial advisor, talk to your loved ones. Where do you have access to capital? Can you readily get your hands on money? And these are things that we want to know. That's how you build a financial plan. And that should be an important part of your financial plan. Next concern that I heard has to do with long-term health care. But what I'd like to do is let's first quick take a 60-second break. And then we'll be back with more Crystal Clear Finances. Are you jumping out of the frying pan and into the fire? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. Moving to cash to avoid market risk may save your account balance, but it doesn't remove all risk. There's inflation risk, tax risk, purchasing power, loss of capital, liquidity, and longevity risks. Before you jump, consider what new risk you may be jumping into and how it can impact your finances and your future. Call Crystal Clear Finances to determine which risks are right for you. Call 518-433-7181 today. And we're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. Such a pleasure to be here with you. You know, we're tackling the topic of what keeps you up at night. And as I've been going out and about in the community, as people are finding out more and more who I am and that I do financial planning and about Crystal Clear Finances, we're getting those tough questions. What do you think about digital currency? What do you think about having to pay to keep your money in the bank? What do you think about the World Economic Forum? And I'm 
responding and then I'm turning around and asking them and what's keeping you up at night. And so last week and this week, we've been taking time to really go over those questions. And I encourage you to think about what keeps you up at night and talk with your financial advisor. See if there is a solution. I mean, just before the break, we talked about the fact that part of creating wealth is positioning yourself so that you have access to capital. How many of you listening to me right now, I can't see you, so don't worry if you do or do not raise your hands, but how many of you have that access to capital that you can get your hands on money quickly? See, last year at this time, everyone was like, I got a million dollar house, a million and a half, and houses were just flying off the market. But now my question is, can you tap into any of that money that you have in that house? Or do you now you have to qualify to even touch your own money out of your own home? So these are things that we want to talk about in detail one-on-one in a free initial consultation or talk with your advisor. So let's go on to the next question. And the next question that we have here is, what if I end up too sick and dependent upon someone else? You know, that is a concern that I see. You know, I, I hear that a lot from women. Just basically their husbands have passed away and they're concerned. They're like, I don't want my children to have to take care of me. And you know what? Their children, that's their relationship with them. But it is a common concern that I hear. And there are steps you can take. I mean, the insurance industry and those of you who have listened to Crystal Clear Finances for a while know that not only do we do investments and assets under management and private equity and Oh, business consulting, different areas. But we also are in the insurance realm because we want to give a holistic approach. We want to be able to talk about insurances and taxes and long-term health care and chronic illness and, and disability, long-term health care. So in response to this question, if what if I end up too sick, there are steps you can take. And because there are so many that are concerned about this, the insurance industry actually has changed over time. Hoorah, congrats to them, right? You know, kudos is the word I was looking for. (laughs) Kudos to them for changing because before it was just so incredibly expensive. And then if you didn't use the, you know, you'd pay your premium in. And then if you never had a long-term disability or you didn't need long-term health care or whatever the case was, you lost it. So you're kind of catch 22. You don't want to waste your money, but yet you don't really want to have the disability and have to need that. So they've now come out with ways where people can pay in. And if you haven't used it in 10 years or 20 years, you can get those funds back. Now there, there are negatives to it. They don't give you interest on it. So we might as well have used a coffee can out back. But the point of the matter is at least it's not all gone. So there's been some concession there. So if there is concern, listen, I'm concerned. I'm either A, already alone, and I don't know who's going to take care of me in the future. Or, you know, I I have people around me, but I don't want this me to quote unquote be a burden. I I don't like when people use that phrase, but one of the things that can be done is to talk about the different insurance plans that are out there for long-term health care, for long-term disability, 
for chronic illness. I know one of the life insurance companies that we use, and we, we're licensed with over 30 different ones. So we have a wide variety we can draw from. They have a chronic illness rider where we can use up to 80% of the death benefit on a life insurance policy to help take care of a chronic illness need. And that's nice because then that way, although it does eat up the death benefit, we can use it while the person's alive as needed. So these are all things questions, concerns, you know, that are keeping individuals up at night. But as we begin to speak about them, as we begin to explore them in detail, we can begin to say, hey, wait a minute, there are some solutions out there. And again, that's why so many times I'm saying, listen, I know they design finances to be confusing. They're not as confusing as they really make them sound, but it ensures people have jobs because then they can say big words. But the truth of the matter is we can break it down into savings, investments, and protection. Then we can go from there where on the level of finances are you, which ones are appropriate for you. As your finances grow, then we can use different type of equity assets, different levels that we can use in it. But again, it all starts by just let's take away the confusion on how finances work. The second thing that we've always seen is that people, because they're confused, and for many, it's embarrassing that they don't have all the answers, then what they do is they try to figure it out on their own. And so they're trying to figure that thought process out. But I always say, hey, the way you think brought you to today, you keep thinking that way, that's where you stay. We want to begin to be open to let other people speak into our lives and, and get the good ideas that we need, right? To sit down and say, hey, I never thought of that. Thank you for sharing that. And that's what's having, you know, a qualified, certified financial planner and a qualified kingdom advisor, because then we can bring, I know we do here at the office, being a certified financial planner and a qualified kingdom advisor means, hey, I'm going to look at the spiritual aspect of this. I'm going to look at the economic financial aspect of it. And then we're going to work together as a fiduciary to bring the right plan to the table. So those are things that you would be looking for. You know, another uh, when again, we're going through what's keeping you up at night is I don't have enough time to make up for lost opportunities. Whew. That right there is a huge one. I hear that all the time. I got a late start. I'm not going to have enough time. The reason why that really concerns me is because when you find yourself in that position, you are very susceptible to the silver bullet mentality. Now, again, on every program, I feel like I'm giving a lot of great information, but there always seems to be one key area that I'm like, hey, if you take nothing from the program, this is it. So this would be it. That silver bullet mentality can be dangerous because what it says is, listen, you don't have time to make any mistakes. You don't have time for things to grow. You don't have time for market cycles. You don't have time for savings. What you need to do is just like the gambling in casino, just roll the dice and let's just roll it and hopefully we'll hit it big. Silver bullet means, okay, this one thing, this one investment, this one way I'm going to choose to do it, this one approach, that's what I'm counting on. I'm banking everything on that. And that's why you see people get pulled into scams, right? This is too good to be true. Yep, probably is, right? And you see people doing things that doesn't make sense, but boy, if it pays off, woo, they will be rolling in the money. But if it doesn't, 
Now they've lost what little they had. So my encouragement would be, even if you feel you're behind the eight ball, even if you're looking at your accounts today and saying, oh my word, my accounts are down. Look at where they were in January compared to where they are today. And you see that don't fall prey to, uh, to an idea or a concept or a stock or a specific investment that's going to solve all your problems. Because think back over your lifetime. When did you have something that solved all your problems? We don't, right? Life is a balance. It's a mixture of different things in our lives that kind of nudges along the way as we go through this journey. And when we look at investments and we expect investments to be the answer, that silver bullet that's going to make everything right and make up all the time we miss, I have not seen it. I've not seen it work. So my, you know, and I want to be careful because we can't give investment advice over the radio. So my encouragement would be think carefully when you find yourself saying, oh, I'm behind the eight ball. I started too late. You know, I've got to find that one thing. And that those are the people that tend to, you know, be watching the account every day that aren't sleeping good at night because they have everything wrapped up in that one hope. When we get to the place and we can realize, that the stock market isn't going to save you. It's really going to be, I believe, and this is my personal belief, we do all that we know to do. And then we bring our five loaves and our two fishes to God and say, we've done all that I know to do. I need you to multiply this. And that's where he steps in. So don't sell him short and don't get taken in that silver bullet mentality. Well, I'm looking at the time and although I still have five more that I would have hoped to get through dealing with legacy and having to deal with inflation and all the different concerns that are out there, I can encourage you to give our office a call at 518-433-7181. Let's sit down and let's find out, hey, what's keeping you up at night and let's put together a financial plan. Our number here, 518-433-7181. And then join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.